Ladies and gentlemen, this is a special edition of Double Take with the Safety Brothers. My name is Alex Safety. I'm here in beautiful Puerto Rico at sunset, two hours away from tip-off for Game 7 of the Miami Heat versus the Boston Celtics in American Airlines Arena for what was formerly known as AAA, now it's FTX. John, we're, we're here, we, we had to do a pod. We're out here in Puerto Rico. I'm be honest with you, I'm I'm bugging a little, but I, there's a lot of a lot of emotions, a lot of adrenaline pumping through my veins, and we're just here. We we got we got to film this pod. So we'll, we'll, what do you what do you think? How are you feeling? I have to start with this. Yes, it's fucking Jimmy Butler day, bro. You bitches out there. <laughs> Jimmy Butler. All right. Before we get into Game Seven, Alex, Game Six, backs against the wall. All Heat fans were tweeting about. <laughs> was can Jimmy Butler do what LeBron James did, you know, 10 years ago, 2012, game six in Boston, and he did, he delivered. LeBron had 45-5, and you know, that was the, everyone was tweeting out, comparing the two, and it was awesome to, to see that storyline going into it. Can we have a miraculous win there? And Boston wasn't able to stop Jimmy, and Jim, they swallowed Jimmy's 45, or, or sorry, 47 points. 47! So, you know, if anyone's listening to this and you consume any other sort of media, you've probably already consumed all sorts of Game 6 material that has been. Everyone's talking about how incredible the game it was and how it was truly one of the greatest games, not only in Miami Heat history, but in just NBA playoff history. I mean, that was an all-time incredible game. Tatum performance, specifically performance. for Jimmy, on right. an individual level. Exactly. I mean, he did on something that... Level. Especially in this series, it was that I think over 40 points and multiple steals in multiple games in a series. Only Jimmy Butler and Michael Jordan have done that. So, yeah. Jimmy, we've seen him do. We, this is how you know we talked about this so much in 2020 about him putting himself on that level of LeBron, Jordan, and just really hoisting the Heat, uh, you know, into victory in games where we maybe didn't seem like we should have done it. And once again, he did it because as much as. We were, you know, talking smack to our Celtics fan, fan friends, and, and we were being confident, saying Heat in seven. You know, we were worried, John, going into game six in Boston, and we remembered what it took from LeBron James last time. LeBron James, one of the greatest players of all time, one of our, we would argue, maybe the best player of all time, and that's what he did, 45, 15, and five. So, like, all right, we don't know what we're going to get from Jimmy, who in the past three games had looked, or, or was it two or three, I guess, since he got injured in game three, in game four and game five really did not look like himself at all, even though he had been having an incredible playoff. So for him to come and do that, John, and oh, yeah. for Kyle Lowry to show up, for Struz to start hitting some buckets, P.J. Tucker was huge. And, of course, you know, we'll give Bam credit, even though he, we, you know, he hasn't been as good as we know he can be offensively, John. But, yeah, absolutely. It's a great game, yeah. great performance. Incredible heat win that we will, as right. Eric Spolstra said, we'll remember for a long time. Yeah, and just to, like, you know, rewind and think about, look at Jimmy's career so far in Miami, right? He comes in 2020, or 2019, rather. Yeah. COVID happens in 2020. You get, you know... The league goes stops and but we come back. We go to the finals. We have an, he has an incredible NBA finals. He leads us to the finals, of course, and we lose to LeBron next year. So we have an incredible Jimmy. We have that playoff bubble Jimmy, right? He who had forty and a triple double. He had these Michael Jordan esque, LeBron James esque, Will Chamberlain, Shaq. Those are like pretty <laughs> the four, pretty much the four guys we heard his name in the same conversation as in terms of the stat lines that he put up in games three and in games five of the twenty twenty NBA Finals. Of course, we still lost. Dragic and Bam were hurt, but then twenty twenty one. Okay, we have a shortened off season because of the bubble, and we get swept. 
We get absolute the knockout punches thrown by Milwaukee. Milwaukee goes on to win the championship. We get swept in the first round. And famously, I guess, or infamously, whatever, people now can point to that series and say, Bryn Forbes, okay, you probably haven't heard of him, random role player <laughs> on the Milwaukee Bucks, outscored Jimmy in that series. I think Jimmy had 58 points for the series, yeah, and Forbes, and Forbes had, 60. Had, had 60, okay? So to me, this series, what we've, looked, what we've seen is we've had, it's the tale of two Jimmys, right? We've had that 2020 Jimmy in this playoffs, Game one, he has 41 points against the Celtics. Game two, we lose, but he has like, was, I think it was like 30 or 32, something like that. Then, of course, games three, he gets hurt. Second half, he's out for the second half. Then four and five, he just does not look like himself Sh- at all. Total show himself. And Alex game. and I were at game five and just did not, like, the shots, he was, some of the looks he was getting, these turnaround jump shots, Especially driving early, the basket. early in the game, John, remember? And there right. was one, I think, it was like he had missed a few and the Heat fans we were doing the kind of, we're getting excited and then you could just kind of, feel the air just released from the, from, right. the, from the arena. And then he had one where he's right at the rack, John. He, he misses a lip. So exactly. you can tell off the bat, it just was not the Jimmy that we've been accustomed to seeing. Yeah, and you know, you could say guys get gassed or he lost his legs <laughs> or whatever. And I'll say this. So, uh, so then we see, again, we have 2020 Jimmy in the first couple games. The next three games, we have 2021 Jimmy because yep. of injury, whatever it was. Just did not look like the guy at all. Did not look great. And then, of course, after game five... We lose. The Celtics did not even play great in Game Five. They they scored ninety three points. Why did they win? Because we scored eighty. We were yeah. even worse than they were, right? If you if you hold a team to ninety three points, you should. What win. do we shoot from three? But we shot forty five. We shot seven for forty five from yeah. the arc. So Absolutely. we're like fifteen percent from three. The most that we have shot all all series, I believe. This is I don't have it in front of me. I'm guessing that we shot we, that was the most amount of three pointers, and it was nearly you know the lowest amount that we right. made. We only made seven. Yeah, and just to have a few like so then after the game, of course, everyone's picking. Boston, everyone doesn't, you know, Colin Coward, Stephen A. Smith, Chris Broussard. How confident are you that the Celtics close out Eastern Conference Finals in Game 6? I'm as confident as Jay-Z in front of a microphone, as Steph Curry at the free throw line, who actually is only shooting like 80%, he usually shoots like 90, 93%, whatever. <laughs> Steph Curry at the free throw line, as Nick Wright used to be in his Versace robe. This thing is over. The Celtics are the better team, all right? So everyone, Stephen A. Smith, and I vividly remember, this is when we, Alex, we were, you know, 10, 12 years old, I remember we were just getting into first take in Stephen A. And I remember him seeing him at game six in Boston going, I would love to go back to South Beach, but I just do not see it happening. Mm-hmm. I think the Celtics close this out in six, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what everyone said. And it is just crazy <laughs> to, to look at that and then see. Because to me, I think because we're fans of the team, the fans sometimes know it a little bit better. I wouldn't have been shocked, of course, if the Celtics won, but I, I would have been shocked if it wasn't a close game. I did say that before the game in our little, you know, NBA group chat with our, you know, mm. friends who are Celtics fans. I was saying this would be the first close game of the series, and I do, did not see us laying down and getting run over because I knew that Spo, I knew that after Spo, what he was saying after Game Five, Spo was very optimistic, saying we have a great opportunity. Yes, honest, but he gave me, he he reassured me. He as did, fan, and I knew that UD's in that locker room. UD's <laughs> played with all-time great players like well, Wade, Shaq, LeBron. He's been to championships in 06 and you 12. You bring up a good point, John. And I knew that they were gonna fire up our guys in a way that we were not gonna lay down. We were gonna fight, and so was I. Was not shocked when it happened. Of course, all the talking heads, all they saw was Miami looked horrible. Yeah, they don't see us coming back from that. Well, here's what I'll say, John. Not to get too much in the weeds about the thought process going into game six, but I was actually, I did not feel the same way you did. I was confident in my team. I was hoping for, you know, I was like, is it too much to ask for, you know, our guys who have been struggling for like two games now to, you know, I didn't, th- I didn't think we were going to lose three games in a row. I didn't think all our guys who were struggling were struggle three times in a row. Um, we're too good to do that. However, uh, you know, in 2021, 
Were we good enough to beat that Bucks team at least one time? Yes, and we got swept. And you know why? I will say a lot of it goes to the fact that we had that quick season, the shortened season, uh, and the Bucks had fresher legs than us. We had a you know long bubble run, quick turnaround. I mean, the Bucks did too, but in any case, they were more prepared, they were more hungry, and we got run out of the gym. So after what I saw in game four and game five, really is really I mean our, my main one of the things that I was saying after game five we were saying in our heat in our heat friend uh, friend group chat was you know screw Peyton Pritchard he grabbed Jimmy's leg yeah. and then Jimmy re-hurt his knee and then since then Jimmy just hadn't been the same right so we in my opinion it was more of a it wasn't like a can we do it it was are we capable it was our guys are all banged up we had I don't know how many six seven eight guys that were questionable going into each of those games and they ended up all playing right but it was like you know you could tell these guys were not healthy. So I was, you know, hoping for the best, but I was also like thinking, okay, could this get ugly? Could the Celts kind of run away with it? The way they had run away with games four and five, I wasn't ruling that out either, John. So, you know, but in any case, Jimmy showed up and from off the bat, you know, he clearly was gonna, you know, uh, be there. And so early in the game, I, I was like, okay, this right. is, they're not gonna pull away with it. There was times where I thought we might pull away with it and, and have a blow up, but. In any, in any case, so it was now a, a great heat win. To pivot to game seven, you know, Ethan Skolnick of Five Reasons Sports, they're, you know, they, like Miami Heat, like beat guys, basically. And uh, he, he talks about how, you know, game six, LeBron's game six versus the Celtics Eastern Conference Finals in 2012. We win that game six, and then people don't remember that we won yeah. how we won game seven. And you know what? If you asked me, Alex, a week ago, yeah, we blew, we blew them out. Yeah. I forgot that was a close game. Really close that game. game seven was close, but it just shows my confidence level. Like after the Heat won game seven, I'm sorry, game six in Boston, coming back after LeBron did that, I was like, there's no way this Celtics team, you know, wins that game seven in Miami. And meanwhile, Doc Rivers, I, I, I you know, went back and looked, watched some, you know, videos and there's Doc Rivers in the, in, in, uh, the huddle going, it's championship or bust they're trying to motivate the guys so it was a close game they were there of course we pull away at the end but it was close game into the fourth quarter um you know similar game six versus the spurs in 2013 nba finals grayon hits that shot we go to overtime did you ever doubt that we were going to lose that after we forced overtime did you doubt that we were gonna i lose did it? i did <laughs> people don't people forget what that game seven looked like it was also a pretty close game i remember you know lebron's you know, his, his jump shot that was... Maybe Heat fans remember that closely. But people don't remember the Game 7s. And something that Skolnick was saying was, you win the Game 6, the Heat are, like, should roll to win this Game 7, and or at least should have, have the momentum now. People will not remember it. They'll just remember that Jimmy had this incredible Game 6 and be going to win Game 7. So just... Tyler, Alex, by the way, Tyler Hero is warming up with the intention to play, okay? Right. So Tyler Hero was not played the last three games. I don't know how I feel about that, to be honest. He's playing, but I just, just, Alex, what are your takes? What do you think going into Game 7? How are you feeling as a Heat fan? How are you feeling as someone who's a rational NBA fan, <laughs> as someone who's been, you know, watching the game right. as a logical outcome? What do you see happening, and what are you obviously you're rooting for? Well, the Heat, but. on the note of, um, of the momentum in Game 6, I did look back. I went quickly through Wikipedia and looked back at the last 40 one uh game sevens with <laughs> the last 41 game sevens and i was like all right let's see how many of these game sevens did the winner of game six win that game seven what year was the 41st game seven uh, the, i went back all the way to 2010 wow. so there was 41 game sevens since 2010 yeah, yeah. So 12 years 41 game sevens That's a lot. and 21 of them had won game six so it's about a fit it's you know it's not it's really insignificant but 50%. you can see in some of these series, like I mean, we just saw it, I think, two times, right? We just saw 
Luca win game six uh, right. in Dallas and then go to Phoenix and win it. What was the other game seven that we had? Oh, we had, we had Milwaukee, we had Milwaukee and we had Boston. Go into Milwaukee, do what we're hoping to do. Went into Milwaukee, Tatum drops 46, I believe. Right, we just had uh, Jimmy Butler drop 47 in Boston, and now they're going to come back. They went back home and, and closed it out. And so, you know, in this series, here's one scenario I could see happening, John. Well, I'll say there's two, there's two kind of uh, things that are going back and forth in my head. One, you, you look at this Boston team between Tatum, Horford, Brown, uh, Marcus Smart, the, the kind of the core of this team that's been together for what now? You know, I don't know, four or five years or so. Since Tatum was drafted and even, in 2018. Even if you include the years where before Tatum was drafted, where Brown was playing in the conference finals, these guys have been in multiple conference finals. They've even all played in the game seven in the conference finals. They've never played yeah. in a finals game. Since Brown was drafted, this is their fourth one. They lost all three, so 17, 18, and 20 in yep. the bubble. And then since Tatum was drafted, they had 18 his rookie year against LeBron and the Cavs, 20 in the bubble to us, and now this is their second yeah. one. So, and, or third one, rather. And, you know, we talk a lot about with these young teams, their window, and it's like, oh, you know, oh, they're young, they're ahead of schedule, they'll have time. We saw that we said that a lot with OKC. And before you know it, the window's closed, you know? Before you know it, you might be young, you might be uh, ahead, of, ahead of schedule, quote-unquote. You might be in the conference finals, in the finals, when your guys are still 24, 25, you know, below 25 years old. And you're saying, oh, well, we're great. You know, the next couple of years, we'll definitely do it. But the window gets shut faster than you think it will. And so I think one aspect that I'm thinking of is, like, the Celtics don't do it now. When will they do it? This is pretty much really lined up beautifully for them. They went up 3-2. You know, they could have closed out in Boston. If not, they're still favored in this game. Miami, we're an older team. We're, we've been banged up, right? And this isn't a team, this isn't LeBron. This isn't, you know, Tate, uh, 19-year-old Tatum going up against LeBron James, no matter who was on that Cleveland roster, right? So this is a chance for them to really just finally all right, say, all right, we're here. Whether or not we beat Golden State next round, we can do it. You know, yeah. On the flip side, John, the other, you know, this is more of the Heat fan in me. I'm kind of looking at it saying, you know, Tatum's played the most minutes in this series. He's one of the younger guys in the series, right? So he should be built for it. But he's played the most minutes in the series. And he hasn't been the most consistent guy either. Not to mention, they just had to fight. A first round series, it was a sweep versus Durant and Kyrie. Not, not, I would say that's not an easy sweep to pull off. I and think next, it was. Maybe, maybe no, it was. Agree with you there. Next round, though, you go seven games with Giannis. Okay? So now they're going seven games. How hard is it to win seven games and then go back-to-back seven games? Especially tonight is in our building. In... Uh, in Miami, John, and so, you know, for whatever that's worth, there's also, there's also, I just read an article, so there's a million different, uh, you know, angles to look at this. I also just read an article on ESPN about how the more, like, back, in, you know, in the, in the 90s, home court meant a lot for Game 7s. Like, m- the majority of the time, Game 7 was played in the 90s or the 80s, the, the home team won. Now, as you get closer and closer to where we are now, it's, like, been going down and going down. So teams, it, home court has less of an, uh, uh, it's less of a factor, plays less of a role. But I think in when you're playing against a team that's, you know, they're still younger, they're not proven totally yet, and they have just come off another seven-game series, will they be gassed, will we be gassed, which team is going to get the edge? It could be, home court could, you know, be the deciding factor in it. So there's kind of those two perspectives that I have, and my bias will cause me to lean more right. towards one than the other. So that's kind of my take okay. on overall so, going into game seven, but we can maybe get into more details of, like, yeah. how do we think, What's the path towards the yeah, heat well, first, right? so what, what do you think has to happen? First, I, I have a lot of thoughts on what you just said. First thing, I think your point about the window is very <laughs> interesting because 
They're very young. Brown is 25 years old. Tatum is 24 years old. Even well, I Smart. I thought he was 19. <laughs> even Smart has been around for a while now. Smart's only 28. Okay, so he's still, you know, he has still about 31, 32, and still we see him maybe teeter off, but he's a role player. So you look at those guys, you say that, and you compare. Look at OKC Thunder 10 years ago, went to the NBA Finals, number one seed, were favored against Miami. Harden and Westbrook were uh, both, or no, the, the, the combined. KD, Harden, and Westbrook were 22 or 23, yeah. all three of them. And what happens? They lose, and you say, you know what? These guys will be back here. Yeah. LeBron, it was LeBron's time to win. LeBron's, what, 27 years old? Yeah, Wade like, is, you know, 30, 30 or whatever it is. It was their time to win, and these young guys will be back. They never made it back to the yeah. NBA Finals. They traded Harden the next season. Westbrook and Durant, obviously. Westbrook was injured one year. Durant was injured one year. They lose to the Spurs, obviously, the next year in 2014. They choke a 3-1 lead to the Warriors in 2016. Then Durant leaves, and that's that. You know, so you're totally right. Who knows what, what, ha- what there is with this window. To your other point, though, um, about Game 7, and so I guess my thoughts going in. I do think Tatum, even though the minutes played, He's, they're younger. The team's average age is three years younger than us. Okay, I guess Haslam probably accounts for like one of those years. So whatever. <laughs> We're older than them. PJ, Jimmy, Kyle Lowry. These guys are hobbled, okay? So my question is, hero playing? Great. I really wanted that. I want to hear why you were questioning that. That's yeah, I will. I'll stupid. Tell you, actually. It's good. Jimmy Butler had 47 points, okay? The absolute max I see him scoring this game, and we can see. I could be dead wrong about this. Maybe he'll have 50. Oh, I have a number in my head. Max. Like max 30. 30. I don't think like 35. I can see why she gets 35. I don't see him scoring more than 30. So to me, realistic is 25, 27. Okay. So that means he's leaving 20 points on the board that were scored last game that aren't scored this game. <laughs> Kyle Lowry now. Okay. He played a great game. Six, 18 points, 10 assists. I don't see him having that 18 points, 10 assists again. I see him having, he could have 11 or 12 or 13 or whatever. I don't see him. So to me now, there's about 25 points up for grabs now. Is Shrews going to score those points? Are we going to play Duncan Robinson who's going to hit a few three-pointers? Ideally, I think Tyler Hero gets those, but we know he hasn't played that great this series because all the perimeter, great perimeter defense of the Boston Celtics. So to me, it's like, where are we getting that offense from? Because I do not see the Celtics playing, to, in my opinion, a third bad game in a row. Game four, they destroyed us, obviously. And that was kind of like, it felt like it was a throwaway game for Miami. Miami won game three. We're up 2-1. We don't feel like we're going to go up 3-1 by winning another game in Boston. So whatever. Throwaway game. Game five. We're up at halftime. We blow it in the end. But to me, again, it was 93-80. to The Celtics, to me, did not play great. I Miami disagree. did not play great. They played, the Celtics played well in the second half. I was saying, they had a they poor pulled first away. half. Both teams were pretty shitty in the first half. And then we had the five-point lead. Right. Second half, they pulled it together. Third and quarter, do you remember, remember all those threes that Brown was hitting? Right. No, was I know. Like, they got hot. And to so, be honest, as much as Brown turns the ball over when he's dribbling it, I'm like licking my lips. But when Brown when he's shoots, catching shoot, it's always going when in. When Brown shoots like. a three, as a, as a fan rooting against him, it does feel like, oh, my God, please, Brown, like do not hit that one. So those what I want to say out. is <laughs> the free throws right in game six. <laughs> to me, they didn't play a great game then. And to me, they didn't play a regular game six. I think I credit our defense on Jason Tatum. Our doubles have looked great where he's making the right play, where he's making force, he's passing. But our guys are shifting, are, are making the right adjustment, um, are, you know, are, are uh, moving. And we're, we're, our help side defense has been yeah. good. And I think, so Tatum has not looked incredible. Like, I'm trying to think what is his bit his best game in this series like i guess game two he, he played really well he's had a few good ones he scored 30 plus a few times right he scored didn't he score 30 two, ni- two nights ago in game six yet he and brown combined for seven total shots in 
the second half, and I think they each only took one shot in the fourth quarter. So whatever happened, by halftime, they counted for 36 of Boston's right. 46 points, and then kind of second half, they just kind of teetered off, fell apart, and they were kind of more silent, which yeah. is exactly what we want to see. The only thing is, though, the other thing, John, you're talking about what points we have to account for. Derek White probably played his, one of his best game of his life the other night. That's is that going to happen again? Point. He had his you don't know. career high, with, or at least with Boston, his Celtic high. Uh, so, with 22 points. I don't know You're if that's right. going to happen. Tatum, do, you think, do you think Marcus Smart is going to play better or worse? You know, he seems like he's also kind of He's injured, also right? hobbled, right? He's banged up from the last series, too. But I guess my point is this. I do not see a world... Okay, I can be... Okay, whatever. I won't say I will not see a world. I guess I'll say I will be surprised if Tatum does not have over 30 points and does not play a great game. I know that we're going to throw everything I'm at him. I'm shocked you're saying that. We're going to throw everything at him. But to me, it's like, is he a great player or not? I think he's easily he's right now he he's vaulted himself with this playoff. He's great. easily top ten. Are you close? And I though? think his argument is he's in the top five conversation, right? Obviously, there's the three big guys: there's Giannis, Jokic, Embiid, there's Luca, there's LeBron. I wouldn't have those guys, but to me, he could have, he. Could, I wouldn't be. I think it's crazy to say he's better than Durant, Curry. Maybe not. I wouldn't say Curry. So to me, he's in that seven to ten range. Okay, so he's one of the guys. Already, he lost 18 conference finals. He lost 2020 conference finals. Eventually, he's going to get over that hump. He was young in those two series. He's 24 years Still old. Still young now. now. He is. But to me, this is his time. As much as I would love to see Jimmy Butler take the Larry Bird trophy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the trophy that is named after what some people will call the greatest Celtic of all time. The Eastern Conference Finals trophy. The first one ever in NBA history. I would love to see Jimmy Butler do that against the Celtics. More I, than that, I just don't want to see one of those fuckers. I'll say it. this. I think... Part of that, Tatum, listen, he was drafted by the Celtics. He wants to be his he wants his jersey number zero hanging from the Raptors. He wants that that trophy. That's a little extra motivation. And to me, I just think he's gonna play great. I do think that. What are we gonna get from Brown? Smart? I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I could I could see him like I, I I get you with like how talented he is and how great he is. But guess what? We've seen talented and great players choke. We've seen look just last he's season. We looked, it looked it like sure. that Phoenix team, sh- there was no way that they were, we thought the fucking result would have been the opposite. Phoenix blowing out Dallas. Right. Yet, somehow, Chris Paul, who's old, whatever, and Devin Luke Booker, he, and the rest of their team just try to play basketball okay. for, for four quarters. But one is Booker is not Tatum. Tatum's yes. much better than Booker. I think Booker is overrated. I think that team was really well-constructed, great regular season team. They were well-rounded, and I think it was such a fluke that they lost in, in some games the way that they did it. But also, Chris Paul, he had horrible games three and four because why? He's turned 37 years old. Yeah. Since he turned 37, it's actually crazy because I think it was right after his birthday was right when he started yeah. to decline. Well, he, must, I mean, he must have been in A little bit insane. So whatever. Who knows what was going on in there? But um, to me, this is different. Again, Tatum in his prime, he's played his bad games. He's, he, you know, in, in 2020, he had a bunch of bad games. And even in this playoffs, he's had a lot of bad games as well against Milwaukee, against us. But you know what, he, what game? Proved to me he was he, to me this was like okay certified top ten and I, I'll no, give you seven if you want forty six points in Milwaukee they're down three to two after a heartbreaking loss in Game Five okay and the Miami Heat our loss was I would say less heartbreaking than that one because yes we were up at halftime but they were up with you know a minute to go they were up six it was like whatever yeah. one hundred five ninety nine three pointer by Giannis three pointer by Drew Holiday Marcus Smart coughs it up a bunch of times. And Bobby Portis gets that put back off the, off the missed free throw by Giannis. And boom, the game like that was gone, okay? Tatum responds by 40, having 46. To me, that was what LeBron did in t- 10 years ago. 45, 15, and 5 yeah. in 2012 Eastern Conference Finals. And Jimmy did. Tatum did that. And now Jimmy just did it too. So Jimmy's that guy as well. But to me, Tatum said, I'm this guy. 
I'm not letting my team lose. And then, of course, he gets it home to Game 7. And what happens? Grant Williams and the role players of Boston right. and Peyton Pritchard, they, they take care of business. Well, so to me, Tatum is going to show up. That, I don't know about the role players. That's fine. And I, that's a good point. And I think that... You know what we're gonna get from? Let's assume we can get that from Tatum. Let's assume Brown has at least a B plus game, right? Defensively, those guys are all still on point. But I think similarly to how we, we talk about role players, I'm thinking of Game Five, 2012 NBA Finals. Mike Miller comes out has seven threes. I'm thinking Game uh, Seven, 2013 NBA Finals. Shane Battier has, I think it was six threes, right? So it's and this is this is totally me being in my you know Heat fan whatever like. I think there's something magical about Game 7s. And we, John, can we, 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 we can't remember a Game 7 being lost in that building for the no. ones that we've watched since, you know, Charlotte. basketball fan lifetime. Yeah, we, lost, we lost in Toronto. That was mm-hmm. the only one that Spolstra's lost. You know he's, what? He's 4-1. You, know, you know what player okay. I think of with that Toronto game? What? Bismack, Bismack by Yumba. Yeah, Ew. Gross. So, I totally lost so anyway... Uh, it could be anyone, John. Could I, could I see a world in which, like, even like, you know, talk, going over the Celtics, like how Grant Williams somehow out of nowhere breaks a Game 7 three-point record, right? Could I see Max Drews, who just found his stroke last game, hitting that ridiculous, you know, 30-footer, and then starts to see them go in a few more? Could Max Drews hit five threes? Could Phil Gerald Depot go off and have a 20-point game and really clamp up on, you know, Brown and whoever else he's guarding? Uh, could I see... Gabe Vincent having four threes. Could I see Lowry, who right now, right, we were not expecting that much from him. But guess what, John? I, I saw a few videos of him. He's, he's the first one on the court tonight before game seven, shooting, getting shots up, right? So could I see any of these guys kind of going out, having this, you know, weird anomaly game where they hit so many threes? So I, I kind of trust in our role players. I guess why don't we talk about Tyler Hill for a little bit, I'll tell you what I think about that. I think one thing about the Heat this year is, we have a lot of guys. We have so many guys, and it's been hard for Spolstra to figure out who, who should I give the most minutes to. There was a time in the playoffs where it looked like all Debo wasn't even going to be in the rotation. Then, you know, people get hurt, whatever. He's back. I think Jimmy got hurt. Now all Debo's starting. So back and forth, back and forth. Two guys off the bench who have been really good for us is all Debo and Vincent. Both ways, John. Have they been, you know, playing both ways every single time? No. Have they had games where they've, you know, been really good on defense and give, given us a good run? Or have they been really good on offense? Yes. Can Tyler Hero do that? I don't know. He hasn't been hot all playoffs long, and I know for a fact that he's not going to bring defensively what I what Gabe Vincent or Aldipo do. So if Tyler Hero comes in and he's taking away Duncan's minutes, I think I'm okay with it. But I also really want like could Duncan be the guy that so, comes in and hits five six threes? Right. So, he could, in my opinion. Duncan's due for one of those games so too, John. To ta- so. Just to talk about Duncan's minutes. So he played five minutes in Game Six. Okay, Spo gave him those five. He was minus six in the plus minus. He shot got one three off. Missed, he had two fouls, okay? So I think defensively there, I think that was the issue. So our other guys had to get his help side so often. They were obviously, they're going to match up hunt whoever the weak link is. Duncan, obviously, he's the weak link there. You look at the other three guys we pull off the bench. We were Our, our lineup was really, it was eight guys. Duncan was the ninth. It was Oladipo, it was Vincent, and it was Martin. We played P.J. Tucker at small ball center when Bam wasn't playing, right, for the seven minutes. Bam didn't play, I guess, right? It was Bam played 41 minutes. Yeah. So we would if if Bam wasn't playing, we had a, we Spo would have a lineup where it was a small yeah, ball five and it was Tucker. Okay, just to look at three point shooting, Tucker was two for two. Butler was four for eight. Shoot, I don't know if we're getting that again. Whatever. No, we, pro- we probably won't. Allow two over over under two and a half threes tonight. I would say Tucker. I would say Butler can hit two threes tonight. All right. I don't I don't see. It. All right. Lowry four for nine from three. Okay. That's huge. Shoes, three for eight. Caleb Martin hit one, shot one, made one. Gabe Vincent 0 for 2. 
Oladipo is one for four. So to me, the extra points where I said, you know, there's an extra 20 points that need to be scored, Vincent had two. Oladipo had nine. Martin had five. I don't see Martin having more. Oladipo, he had nine. Could I see Oladipo getting 17? Yeah, that'd be a great game for him. To me, Hero is where the offense, where the offense, that offense comes in. So, although he, like, even in his game three, right? He hasn't been, he was he hasn't really, been good, though. He hasn't. But guess what? He had some timely shots right at the end. And, you know, the great uh, Shane Battier, great role player of the Miami Heat. I, we love this quote that he once said, it's better to be timely than good. Because he, would, he had, a, mm-hmm. I remember he was having, like, a, it was, he had a few bad shooting games back, I think it was 2013. Yeah. And then what happens? Game, game seven. seven. He has, what, five or six three-pointers? Six three-pointers, three right? He was like six for eight or something yeah. great. Like, like you mentioned earlier, Mike Miller in game five of the 2012 NBA Finals, another great three-point shooting role player for the Miami Heat. He had like, what, what? seven for eight so three-pointers? So you're saying Hero can be one of those guys that comes in and, and you know, he's one of the bench players that we're going to need, right? We're both acknowledging. We need someone. Although he doesn't Someone's going to be the standout tonight if the Heat are going to win. To me, I'll say this. Given the minutes you gave Duncan Robinson, if he looks horrible and you want to shorten the rotation, because it's really working what we have with the lineup with, you know, you sit Kyle Lowry, you put Aladipo in, it's Aladipo, it's Caleb Martin, it's Butler, Tucker, and bam. That's a great defensive lineup. And if you like what you have there, and you throw, you, now you swap in Hero for Martin, or you swap in Hero for Aladipo, and you don't like the minutes you're getting on the defensive side, and Hero isn't, you know, breaking necks offensively, then yes, I think, okay, play him your 10, 12 There's minutes one more thing, John, pull. something to be said for throwing in a 22-year-old, a guy who's a week older than both of you and I, uh, in a game seven, he hasn't played oh, in a few games, it. right? And you're right, no, we know, this he guy, culture. he rises to the occasion. He culture, bro, come Yeah, on. he culture, all that. So, but I'm just saying, that's something that give, makes me a little bit nervous, especially coming off of a win, where we're in a rhythm, and now, you know, are we potentially throwing off Duncan, who I personally believe that part of Duncan's shooting struggles, or not even struggles, just he hasn't been as good as he, we know he can be, is because he hasn't been getting the same minutes and same looks that he, ha- that he used to. So, you know, that's, that's something we said for that. And, and I think that could we see that with Hero potentially coming in, being out? And we don't even know how, how healthy he is. So, you know, I'm not super, super, uh, I don't know, thrilled or, or excited about you're coming back, but could he absolutely, you know, do something for us? Sure. Right. I, I think there's a, there's a, something else, John, I want to ask you about. You know, there's different outcomes we can see. We can see for, for some different uh, potential things happening in this game. Like, if it's a, what if it's a, just a classic game seven, both teams can't score, both teams are struggling, who's going to win? Who's going to pull out that slug, defensive slug fest? In I mean, your opinion? I'll say this. Game three, for example... I mean, another thing is, I don't know, is Robert Williams playing? Have you seen yeah. him? Yeah, I mean, he's okay. probably going to play. I'm I don't, it's not 100%, he's but he's probably going to play. I think if there's there's the Game 3, you know, great version of the Heat where Bam looked great, 31 points, and we win. Without Rob Williams. And then there's the two Game 1 and Game 6 where Butler has 41 in Game 1, 47 <laughs> in Game 6. So, to me, it's like, it depends what version it is. If it's, you know, the one where Jimmy's looking great, give me that. You know, give me Jimmy drawn, going to the line, feeling confident. Getting a foul. You're saying um, in, in like a low scoring game. In a, in a, in a low scoring, in, in a closer game, give, give me, give me the, give me Jimmy. But I'm saying like if if Jimmy's not there and it's a close game, which is what what game five looked like, right? It was ugly. We were up, but Jimmy was not playing great. What happened in the end when the going got tough? They made their run, like all the great teams do, and we had nothing to respond yeah. to with it. So. If the offense is going, then it's like, give me the heat. But if Jimmy Butler's not there and somehow they're playing so bad that we're up 56-52 at halftime, but Butler's, you know, I mean, he started off, what was it, like one for seven or something. Yeah. Butler started horrible. So to me, it's, 
if Butler's looking like that and it's a close game, then I think we're in trouble looking at the second half because then I think they're going to make their run. Tatum's going to hit his three. Brown's going to hit his three. Maybe they don't. I mean, that's the thing. Maybe they don't, John. But, and maybe maybe that's right. when Butler or Lowry or whoever can can hit a few timely buckets. I hope. And I think, so I think that's one scenario that I can see us winning. I would love to if see If it's that. a blowout, if one of these teams comes out and just shoots lights out, I hate to say it, but I feel like the Celtics probably are the more likely team for that. Well, listen, um, we shot 15 for 35. Yeah. Game and, six. But you know what? Can we also, have two good shooting games in a row? Please. Is that I mean, too much to ask for? I don't know. And, and the other thing is we were the best three-point shooting team all season or all regular season long. And right. then postseason, come, you know, struggling a little bit, especially very uh, frustratingly against Philadelphia when I think we could have closed them out in five games. But, right. you know, now can we do it in game seven? It's going to – I don't think it's going to be the whole team firing in all cylinders, but I do think one or two guys are going to get hot off the bench along with one of our stars, and that's really the recipe to success. So, John, uh, right, to wrap us up here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick the – I'm not going to go against my finals pick before the playoffs, even though all season long I picked Milwaukee. I did before the playoffs pick Miami uh, versus Phoenix. So I'm going to stick with that. I'm going heat in seven. Can't can't back out now. Got to have some guts, John. Who you well, whatever. I mean, listen, my heart is with the Heat. I laid out the logical argument of, you know, I see I don't see them playing three bad games in a row. Game five and game six, I think the Celtics played bad, and I think badly. And I think, I guess I'm saying, so there, I think there's the argument for them. And I think, are we out of gas? Is Lowry going to look great? What are his legs going to look like? We need him this game. Is he going to be there? It wouldn't be shocking if he wasn't there. And if he's not there, then I could totally see the Celtics winning. The other part of me is like, are we going to lose a third home game in this series? Yeah. We lost we game lost two. two we lost game five at home. You know, the Heat fans will show up. They'll we're be there on time. All, They'll be there early. Playoffs. Right. We were 6-0 and at home up to that point, and then we lost the drops too. So then I'm saying, all right, well, give me the Heat in seven. But really, who? I, I don't know. It's, like, a, it's, a, it's really a great yeah. game seven because there's a million different little statistics or reasons you can point yeah. to. And maybe even this might be the worst of them all, that, that the Celtics are apparently 11 or 12-0 when – uh, Scott Foster refs in the this Heat. Season, the Heat. Right. This season. Regular like season. Whereas, whereas the Heat are like one and eight. So if it comes down to that, Scott Foster deciding right. who goes to the finals, maybe that's what the NBA wanted. Maybe they wanted Tatum and Brown right. to finally ascend to the stardom because it's better for the league, especially giving this Larry Bird trophy to one of these Celtics players. But if not, you know, you know, maybe yeah. one of those other million stats prove why the Heat are going to I'll say this so. then to end it with my prediction. I'll say Heat win. Although, again, I'm, I feel like the Celtics, Tatum's going to come. But I think. Jimmy Butler is going to come for that Larry Bird trophy, and I don't, I don't see him laying down. Even though he had the best game ever, the last game, the best game of his life, I think this game, even just, honestly, his Instagram stories kind of reassured me. Seeing, Hell yeah. Seeing him get shots up in the arena formerly known as uh, AAA, and then seeing, uh, you know, his knee rehab, his, like, acupuncture, the needles in there, the whatever, vibrate, whatever, the shock, the shock technology. He's in the cold tub. Zap- yeah, he's in the cold tub. They're zapping his knee. I'm like, do what you got to do. Shoot him up with a horse tranquilizer yeah. if you have to and send my man out there. Right. And maybe he would just say, I'm not going to let us lose. And he's going to outplay Tatum like he has another There you go. Series, That's so. it, John. I'm, I'm, I'm in. I'm Jimmy for 50. All right. He's he's in seven. He in seven. And then Heat in seven against the Warriors Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. It's been a great one. We're on, we're on a little uh, post-graduation trip out here in Puerto Rico. So I have to do this one quickly, throw it in there. And thank you all for listening. It's been a good one. Heat in seven. Go heat.